I don't care if people are like, she's talking sexy again. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Florian and Spencer. Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. Dame DeLorean. We have blunts here. I've never done a blunt. I'd do one. Lorian and Spencer. Bowl after bowl till we're sick. Oh yeah, bowl after bowl till we're sick. Till we're sick. Coming at you back to back nights. We got a special edition. Bowl after bowl. It's Bowls with Buds. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us on a Wednesday night, the busiest night in podcasting, <laughs> it's Quirk S. Hello, hello, hello in the hello. bowl. Hello, welcome Woo. to the bowl. <laughs> Excited. Oh, yes. Excited. <laughs> all right, all right. Right. Quivering with anticipation. <laughs> and you're here, we're here. Happy You're Wednesday! Here. I'm here. We're ha- Happy Wednesday! Let's. We should come up with one. We've got Token Tuesday. Yeah. Weed. What should we? What weed could Wednesday. we do? Weedy Wednesday. Oh, Happy Weeds Day! Weeds Weed. Day. <laughs> Weenie That's Weedy right. Weeds Day. Yeah. Happy Weedies Day! Hell yeah, I don't Weed. think we've done a Wednesday yet. No. No. This is a first. This is a first. How um, many? How many people are we stepping on? Just uh, abs and six pack. I, I think, think we're and, sliding uh, in between a few of them, but eventually, I think Nick's gonna start in an hour. Um, mm, yep. The Mofax just dropped. Oh, we heard of Rare Encounter earlier. Uh, and it's oh, Weeds Giving Eve. It's Weeds Giving Eve. <laughs> Yes, Thanksgiving. Thanks, Thanksgiving tomorrow. Oh, Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lauren. Stay dank. Yeah. We're Spanksgiving. We're Spanksgiving. Hi, yeah. Uh... Ooh. Watch out. That my oh, hand. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Well, welcome, everybody. If you're new to this uh, weird format we do, uh, we mm-hmm. call it Bowls with Buds. And basically, the concept is we get a bud, we bring him in the bowl, <clears> and we talk to him, get him to know him better. And we do it when, uh, whenever we can, whenever uh, we schedule it with our buds and ourselves. We have a weird uh, topsy-turvy schedule, so we just make it happen whenever we can make it happen, kind of. Uh, that's the way it goes. That's how we do. And uh, this is when we can make it happen. Lorian scheduled this one, actually. Yes. I didn't have to do nothing. Yes, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. No, my pleasure. Oh, my goodness. My heart. My heart. You got a microphone. House. You started podcasting on Moan Days, and we knew we had to get you in the bowl. Yeah, we knew you had the setup, so. <laughs> oh, well, this is ideal. This is the sweet spot right here. No doubt. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for reminding me on. Oh, oh hell I yeah. feel so special. I got oh, all the tinglies. Thank you, you for. me all the tinglies. Thank you thank for you. coming. I'm going to come. <laughs> uh, if, Later. If anybody <laughs> has a question, by the way, for Quirk S, you yeah. can have us give it to her by calling 816-607-3663. Yeah, have uh, them give it to me. They'll give, suck it yeah, to me. We'll give it, we'll give it to her for you. I'll give it to you. You can give it to her vicariously through our voicemail line. <laughs> or uh, if you're voice shy, the text mail line. Yes, you can text, text a text, question text. too. Yeah. The same number applies, uh, mm-hmm. ringy dingy or SMS, uh, if you're interested. Uh, you know what to do. Pull each 
Right, it is an 89% chance we will play your voicemail if you call and leave a voicemail. And right off the top, I want to take care of something I spaced on last night. Uh oh. We got behind the curtain and <laughs> I clicked, and then you know, you click and then it doesn't, it's not bold anymore. And then you look over, next thing you know, you skip a voicemail. And so I got to play this one. Um, oh, yeah. And here, I'll, yeah. Cool, I get to hear one. I'll pump it to you through. So this is going to be weird, quirk ass, with the voicemails because. As yeah, I'm we'll playing try. them, I'll have to mm-hmm. feed them into your feed. So if you talk during the voicemails, it'll it'll echo for you, but nobody else will hear an echo. So feel free to do it, but it's just gonna be weird on you. That's all. That's all. I'm just just a pre warning. No worries. Just a no pre warning. Uh, so here's that. It's it's a short one. Hey, I'm looking for my nude erotic sister. Have you seen my nude erotic sister anytime? Well, if you see her, send her my way, okay? Okay, yes. Uh looking for a new erotic sister. Uh maybe it's just divine fate uh that that I missed it till now. Uh, nice. Quick. Well, quick nice guess. to have that leftover. Are you possibly a new erotic sister? Abel Kirby is looking for his mm-hmm. new erotic sister. I don't know about that. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe I not. am actually fully clothed and uh trying to stay warm. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh your opinion, man. Yeah, well, it's cold. It's cold, so we got to stay warm. That mm-hmm. makes sense. It makes nice. sense. But yes, uh, bowls with buds. So we always like to start out by just kind of talking about how we became buds, or where it all came from, or like uh, the Genesis story uh, when we get a fresh bud that's never been in the bowl before, uh, which you are. So how did you find the bowl? How did you find this? I have to give full credit to John Fletcher for that one. Mr. Fletcher. And uh, why are you not surprised? You're not surprised because he is awesome and rad. He's one super rad dude. And he actually was the one who mentioned you uh, in Hog Story. And I remember he posted the link and I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> and he was, uh, he had such high accolades for you. He, has, he speaks of you so highly. No surprise, I'm sure. <laughs> Spark one up. Yeah, he's exactly. a sweetheart. Exactly. He's a sweetheart for sure. Yeah, without Fletch and Carolyn, we wouldn't be doing the show. That's true. No, no. The second, I mean... the second incarnation was kind of out of going on Hog Story. Yeah. Um, crazy we had been on hiatus for like four years or something yeah four years it's good that you took it back up i for one am very grateful that you did and that uh fletcher mentioned it in hog story and on the stream it's Uh, been a journey but it's just been like uh that's what's cool about those little niche community Mm -hmm. group it's just like uh a few creative people that just start encouraging each other and it's just growing just uh uh which is awesome i think yeah, you called is. in pretty early on once we had a voicemail option. I feel like it took me a long while to call in. I might have just been silly at first. That poss- so. possible. possible. <laughs> and tentative and nervous, but yeah. clearly I'm not anymore. But we had so. uh, Yeah, now you're like calm, confident, conquering the whole thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, you really foster that. You really encourage people to be themselves and to just go with the flow and be comfortable. 
it's it's phenomenal. I really do feel the most um, free when I'm leaving voicemails for you guys. So I'm glad that you enjoy them so much. The voicemails are fantastic yes, on this show. It's fun. I need to clip up more of them. I have like a bunch in my download folder that I've been meaning to uh, chop up and, and cut out because. Rock on, smoke on. Mwah. That's one that I play like quite frequently, but there's so many other gems uh, that yeah. you've left us and that other callers have left us. So um, that's another thing on my to do list. I'm. I've said I'm going to redo the board, the layout, the buttons, and all that, and then I also need to chop up voicemails to put on there. Just another thing on the to-do list. Did you have the gear before you uh, restarted everything, or did you have to buy more gear when you re-upped? <laughs> I didn't have to actually buy anything at all when I re-upped, yeah. so it's funny because we did the Hog Story episode. I think it was like 87, I want to say. And... Mm -hmm. uh the board was down here and the mics were down here. And at the end we were like, that was so fun. Why don't we use this shit more often? Like we should just, we have all of the gear down here. We should just be using it regularly. Yeah. It's, it's like all right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, we haven't sold it yet. We haven't got rid of it yet. Why don't we mm -hmm. use it? And that's why that's when we started, you know, coming back regularly. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. it's just Tuesday nights kind of made sense for the schedule yeah. that we it is had a good night. and mm -hmm. for the schedule that, that, the no agenda stream does and just slide right in there we we started at 10 central uh 11 eastern which is like nick the rat time when he launches and yeah. it was just too like it was just getting done too late you know and we decided to move it back an hour and just to go right after dh unplug stops then we start and boom yeah that's what we're on right now boom. who knows that's the beauty of the the podcast thing too is like the format can change and evolve and get better oh. um and speaking of formats changing evolving get better tell us the story of uh mm -hmm. you hooking up with the behind the schemes boys over there blueberry and lavish <laughs> yeah i'd be glad to and uh thank you so much for your support again i cannot i don't have the words I don't know the words. Am I sounding okay? Oh, yeah. You really do great. an audio test. Okay, great. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Lorian. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, I've been listening to them for a while. They're one of my favorites. I've been quoted as saying that they are my favorite show, but it's within the esoteric realm. So that I want to clarify. Behind the schemes, I felt like got stronger and stronger and better and more expansive and i hadn't listened back to a lot of the early shows but everything that i was hearing was to me phenomenal because it's right on the spectrum of what i love it's right up my alley yeah it's right up it's yeah it's my cup of tea in the you know in the field of everything that they discuss the fringe i kind of you know it's a broad term it sometimes and call it fringe but uh yeah and they also like to kick back and have a good time and the scream males, I mean, holy shit. And then when Lavish joined, hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, they just, exactly. They just, they really. <laughs> we need, you need that clip. You need that clip. I need an hour. Because it's a, it's a real horn. I yeah. think it's a real horn that they use. But yeah, the claxon. I really, yeah. And I want to clarify as well that, uh, the reason it's exciting that Lavish joined, other than, well, what's obvious, is the way that they 
they gel. It's the, the things that they talk about. There's a good balance between, I think that there's a fine balance. Um, they don't usually talk over each other. They're not nervous talkers like I am. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a good chemistry, yeah. a smooth. They do. Uh... Yeah. And they, they really can play off of each other. They do remind me in some ways of John and Carolyn because I think it's a great partnership. And so it's, it's a one that really works kind of seamlessly. It's ideal. It's beautiful to hear it. Yeah. And so they've had some fantastic guests on. Uh, and it's fun to see some of the responses, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody is enjoying their, you know, the guests or some of the content, but it's mostly pretty stimulating and exciting, at least for me. And uh, yeah. Do you want me to tell you how I first came to the No Agenda community? Or should yeah, I? Yeah. Yeah. How do you find No Agenda in the first place? Because I know okay, it yeah, probably love... goes back further yeah. to like nick the oh, rat yeah. and then yeah john and Adam. it does that's right that's right so just because i don't remember if i've told you this in voicemail i don't think so but i get i like telling the story because for me it's pretty exciting um so okay i was over on rise and net on irc okay and there's a channel called midnight excuse me midnight express that is a channel that's dedicated to um art bell a great the late great broadcaster of Coast to Coast AM. He founded Coast to Coast AM before George Norwood took it over uh, later. And he uh, then came back into Midnight in the Desert. So I like, I love a lot of that material. It's a lot of supernatural, paranormal, fringe shit. And so saying it out there, Ducky, as you've seen him around the channels, I believe yep. he's in the channel, Ducky and D'Artagnan told me all about this, this crazy wackadoodle guy, this like, rat in the sewer <laughs> this happening rat in the sewer doing a podcast i'm like what i'm like what are you talking about so they gave me his twatter link uh his twitter link and i was like hmm this looks kind of interesting so they introduced me so uh kudos and props to ducky and d'artanian they're like no no quirk you'd really like it i'm like all right all right i trust you guys they know what makes me smile and what makes me laugh so that was October of 2017. That's nice. right. I joined during spook fucking Tober. All right. That's appropriate. <laughs> uh, That's appropriate. It was appropriate because, you know, he was doing spook material and uh, not the other kind. And <laughs> This whole thing I, is very, very spooky. <laughs> yeah. Spooky and kooky and oh, so fun. I honestly... Uh, let's, let's be clear. I haven't done LSD. I haven't tripped on acid. And at that time, all I'd had is cannabis. But when I first tuned in to Nick the Rat, uh, let's just say that the only way I could describe it, it was kind of a psychedelic experience. I didn't know sure. what the fuck was happening. I didn't know how any of these people were and what this guy was really about. And I thought, I felt, I was like, this is what it feels like to have an auditory initiated acid trip. <laughs> yeah. It was just being so, I couldn't make any sense. I was like, this guy's off the rails. But that's the, the Brooklyn yeah. sewers. They have like a, yeah. a layer of LSD on the wall. So if you like oh, are leaning shit. up and touch the walls of the <laughs> sewers, then it's pretty much over. You're pretty much at least microdosing yourself. Mm -hmm. Just, just rubbing up against it. Yeah. yeah. That's, 
The, the so sewer is better. lit for sure. Oh yeah, it's lit and it is coated thickly, thickly. So so, thick. <laughs> yes, and the, and uh, it felt like um, I felt like I was listening to a mix of Doctor Demento and Weird Al Yankovic simultaneously. So <laughs> this was like, this is so weird. Like this is hilarious. And uh, then you know, I had to like check out the Discord. People kept mentioning this show. I didn't know what JCD was. Like what's AC? What's what's this ITM JCD AC? Like what what's NA? Like uh, Narcotics Anonymous? No, can't be a Narcotics Anonymous. <laughs> uh, no, they're definitely not talking about that. Nut jobs Anonymous. But yeah, but because uh, they were talking about all the art, because back in then, uh, back then, more of Nick's art was being submitted and accepted. Yeah. For the final show art, and uh, I didn't even know he was an artist. Really, I had to check out his website. So blah blah blah. She finally gets to the point. <laughs> yeah, that's how I came to it. So. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I was a donator too back then, and uh, I don't know that I'll ever try to be deduced, fully, truly deduced. But I love your dedication because it is a great show. And uh, especially now more than ever, it's so relevant. Yeah, definitely. So, and I, I love, I'm so happy. I was so over the moon when you guys started being streamed on the No Agenda. I was like, oh, oh score. Yeah, that was, that was a Hell yeah. Pretty big pick. I was up, so happy sure. for you. I, I am so happy for you because you've really earned it. You two. Oh, shucks. You two are naturals and you're dedicated and you're just wonderful. I can't say it enough. I don't care what anybody thinks. Like, oh, my heart. <laughs> my heart. I am ass. one with you. I'm always with you in spirit. <laughs> we definitely feel it. And we feel, you know, our yeah. whole, this whole phenomenon of the second, second half of bowl, I guess you could say, or, uh, you know, when we pick the thing back up and, and relit it, it's really been a community project. You know, the first, the first iteration mm -hmm. was just kind of our um, documentation of the activism we were doing in the state uh, legalization movement. But yeah. this second go-round has really been community-driven, very participatory, and that's like mm -hmm. what keeps it interesting, but also what keeps it just growing and evolving, which is really, uh, it's just been, it's been a fucking blast, man. I can't, yeah. uh, I Hell just yeah. feel like a big debt of gratitude to like the whole community, everybody in it. Because, you know, there's we wouldn't be doing anything without the, mm -hmm. all the people that call in, all the people that, uh, you know, leave the voicemail, send us content, send us value for crying out loud. I mean, it's like, um, and then the the whole podcast 2.0 aspect has taken it up another evolution step just in the past year, uh, which we've been on. So um, I have to you say have, you've made you, it. Fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you have, <laughs> well, do you have any plans uh, getting noted up or figuring that all out or uh, try, um, trying your hand no, at it? No, I have a lot to learn with that. And uh, I have a lot to learn with that. And oh, by the way, I guess I didn't finish. Uh, oh, I'll just yes. go back. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> no, it's all I didn't good. realize, you know, okay, look. We circle I, bowls, yes. man. That's right. You circle round and round and round, That's just right. like the dank smoke spiraling upwards. All right. Into an ever uh, dank haze, like it's it's so nice. That's what it feels like. I do feel all smoky in the bowl. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. I really That's do. Good. Uh, uh, what I, I was gonna say is, uh, yeah, I didn't anticipate. Uh, by the way, the invitation from Lavish and, and Booberry. Um, I just thought it was a one-off. So yeah, oh, right. I let it. Yeah. I let it ride. I let my true, I my true perverse, morbid, weirdo, goofy you know, uh, I guess quirky self-ride. And so 
<laughs> yeah, uh, then about, I think it was Thursday of that week um, that they asked me to return. I was just blown away. I couldn't say no. I, I, I should have probably yeah, i don't know no, like, no. I, have, I have a lot more experience to get oh thanks guys oh man oh you're so sweet you're so kind and supportive i love you oh it's cool but, that magic yeah. number three that works out you know um <laughs> yeah it really does it's it is a trifecta that's what i feel like and three is magical my birthday is a three so i love bragging about that oh nice like, that's so cool my my birthday is on a three day and uh I share it with some like pretty cool people, but um, uh, yeah. When they asked me back, I just I didn't really give it too much thought. I was just like, yes, thank you. Oh my gosh, awesome. excited, act, acting like you know me. You know me, bouncing off the walls, yeah. total crack baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's been a ride though. They've been very patient. I have to say, they've been very patient because it's obvious I make like major rookie mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's another beautiful part. Strike of the, out, foul ball. Oh shit! <laughs> the long form thing. It's like the mistakes are a little bit more forgivable, you know, because uh, it's just like, oh, it, it it adds an element of reality and honesty to it too, you know. Just like, yeah. oh, there was a mistake. Okay, just wait a while, you know. They'll reset, and it also you're getting better every time, you know. Without the mistakes yeah. that we make, mm -hmm. it wouldn't improve. There wouldn't be anything to learn from, you know. Exactly. True. I mean, you you know, that old cliche about failing your way to success, I feel is absolutely true. Um, it's real because, yeah, if you don't get back up, you know, if you get knocked down, you need to get back up and, and dust yourself off and really try again and go to bat. And so, yeah, I like all those cliches because they're true. <laughs> and I like, I like the visualizations that they give me <clears throat> because, excuse me, sorry. And uh, I have to say... It's the encouragement of people like you two, wonderful, uh, bodacious dude-arenos, because <laughs> I, I did not believe that I was worthy. I really, I'm getting a little trolled, but I'm mostly getting supported. Yeah. People telling me, like, this is good. It's good that you're on the show. You know, you can do it. Some of the support that I'm getting, be getting uh, behind the scenes... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and behind the bowl, <laughs> behind the curtain is pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, Fletcher was kind enough to help teach me some stuff. He helped me figure out a good mic to get because I sought his help, and he was more than willing to help me, and I really appreciate that because I would have been lost. I got to tell you, I don't know about you guys, but I get overwhelmed kind of easy, Especially when foraying into an area that I know nothing about. Audio gear is all new to me. So uh, he led me to Sweetwater, which is a great, awesome company. Oh, um, yeah. And I'm, I'm having good experiences with Sweetwater, so they helped me get a good uh, set of headphones with the mic and save me some money. Cool. But, yeah, it's nice to deal with a company in America that really still values customer service. Because even the ones that are still here, I have found that that can be an issue. I'm sorry if I'm unbabbling. No, that's perfect. <laughs> you know, that's I have a lot the, to say. <laughs> you're the bull. We're all buds, man. We just, uh, we just keep it passing around. Oh, and I'm totally toked up, too. So you know it's going to be chatty gabby. Yeah. <laughs> See, our setup, we yeah. uh, put together. I was working, uh, managing a bar at the time I got most of the setup. And we were like a mm -hmm. little music venue bar, just a dive mm -hmm. bar in Columbia. Oh yeah. And I just grabbed, so I, I was familiar from that and from growing up in church and working soundboards and stuff. So 
Mm-hmm. I came across this uh, Behringer. It's an X1204 USB uh, USB soundboard. And Ooh, that, that sounds exciting. It's, it's fun. And it's like, it's just got all the old school sliders like I'm used to from just all these different soundboards. And uh, then we just got some mics from a pawn shop, Sterling Audio mics. And, you know, we didn't really look at different audio stuff we just looked at what the pawn shop had like oh do they have xlr yeah. mics oh they have another one okay let's get these two you know they're... i forgot what xlr stands for oh yeah i have never known i just know what it looks like <laughs> the soundboard was a used score too right yeah that at music go round. we got it at music go round used yeah i think it was like 60 bucks or something so hmm. we just got in cheap and uh i always recommend pawn shop and like used any instrument store that buys and sells and they have used gear, mm-hmm. um, usually they'll give you like 30 days to try it out too. Oh, so that's a good, that's a good deal. You just I go say. home and, yeah. you know, Fuck around. just use it, <laughs> see if it works, if it's all working. And I mean, we've been on the same setup. We, we've had this equipment for at least six years. Oh, wow. Um, it's still serving you really well. Yep. And then now you're working with the Mo2. Yeah, the Motu. So I'm actually, has, yeah. I'm gonna try and switch to just running that because right now mm. we're kind of running both. Just the mics are going through the Motu, but I think I can put everything in that. Get rid of this bulky board, and by get rid of it, I just mean move it to the other side of the room so that I can kind of put just band stuff in there. I want to get like a band setup, uh, yes. like a musical live music setup, and I think I can just plug the board, Damn. plug plug all my shit into the board. For music, and then have the, all the podcasting shit plugged into the Mo too. Mm-hmm. That's Has the, it been? That's the oh, future yeah. goal. Sorry. No, no, I stepped on you. And so, have you been? Has it been kind of a challenge for you guys? Uh, I don't know if it's both you and if you're doing it too, Lorian. But has it been difficult to learn the Mo too? Because from what I understand, there's so many possibilities with it, or you know, so many. I you, know how many. Yeah, we haven't really even scratched the surface. I don't think of like everything. There's mm-hmm. a nice user interface, and again, I get I get some help from Fletcher too. Thanks, uh, Fletch. Hell yes. He was helping <laughs> Fletcher me. Is the man. Play with yep. the uh, the noise gate parameters and the mm-hmm. uh, and the compressor here, but it has a whole mm-hmm. all kinds of mixers. So like every input, you can turn a compressor on for it. You can EQ it. You can get pass filters on it. All kinds of stuff. Compression, mm-hmm. and then put it all in your little main mix. And then the beauty of it is you can have several different groups or mixes. So like in the future, when I'm going through just the Mo2, I would be able to wire it correctly so that mm-hmm. um, when I'm playing the music, I can play it for a guest too. And I can also give them the sound that isn't this whiny. Like right now my guests hear kind of a USB kind of tinny version of our sound going to them. And uh, I don't know. It's just sort of <laughs> what we've been making do with with what we had, but uh, yeah, we just play around every time and and try to make it a little bit better each time. Try to make the sound a little bit better, or the experience yeah. better, or the format better. We try to work on at least something every time as as it goes around. And uh, you know, part part of that's yeah. finding new gear. Part of it's making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Part of it's you know listener feedback because a lot of things, you know, you could have a problem on your show that just happens every week. And if no one tells you or no one like emails you, you might never notice it. And another thing that I've discovered is pretty important is like listening to your own show. And I think the, the the beauty Uh. of 
being on the NA stream is like, that's when I first really started paying more attention because it would replay during the week and you'd hear it again and you'd be like, oh, like that's that's why I really wanted the noise gaze because these last two bowl after bowls that I listened to, mm-hmm. I just heard myself with the, the nose exhale. <laughs> just oh, like, yeah. Like, my like fat the, dad the breathing. Whistle. Yeah. Sometimes there's that whistle, like that nasal whistle. <laughs> oh, I'm just, yeah. like, I'm just like, dude, I can hear myself sucking wind between like, in the pauses like, <laughs> like i'm just sitting down here on a chair i shouldn't be yeah what the hell so now i don't now i don't have no nose breathing in the, in the episode which i like you're not as nosy then oh Good. it makes me cringe oh, every oh, time oh, yeah i have no doubt um it's a weakness if i don't go back and listen it's a weakness because i hate listening to myself oh, yeah i'm so that. critical are you hypercritical oh you, yeah oh man lauren i felt that i'm like you know, you seem like somebody who's always on top of her game to me. That's how I perceive you. But I don't know your life. So, not really. I'm sure you have moments where you're like, oh, I'm a butthead. Oh, you know, totally. Like, Every <laughs> like day. Palm. Like a lot. I'm retarded all the time. What can I do? What always. do you want me to do? <laughs> I yeah. know you're half retarded. I'm definitely my own biggest critic. Yeah, me too. I've learned that. And so I'm trying to ease up on it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like allow yeah. for imperfection and to make more mistakes so that I can evolve faster, get better faster instead of holding back and being like, I have to know exactly where I'm going and what I'm doing before I take my first step. Like with exactly. this, uh, yeah. the node sure. the value enabled. Yep. Yes. I really do need to develop a node. Thanks for asking me, Spencer. I should have prepared for that question. I'm trying to no, a little poke. Just, just a little poke. Yeah, I'm thank just, you, I'm thank just you, more Maria. curious than anything. I'm trying not to really be like too I like being poked by you. You're not an evangelist about it. I don't want to be high pressure at all. I wanna be no pressure because the I don't know. The the reason I want people to get noted is because I know it'll be good for them, you know? And I love uh, the podcasters in my community and if i love you i've probably told you you should get a node because i know it'll be good for you but but yeah. that's you know I'm, I'm not saying that anybody is bad or dumb or slow or irritating no, or no. anything like that I for not it. having one or for not getting one or you know there's yeah. no schedule like you don't have to have a node tomorrow you don't have to have already had a node or it's too late right now like yeah no um, i don't feel that way it's super early and i think you know the adoption and the methods will get easier over time too and i've we we always talk about my stupid to-do list that like is just ever expanding and never yeah, ending. Yeah, it will. And it just gets longer, doesn't it? One of them is to figure out a way if people don't want to use a node to just give them a wallet and say, okay, just plug this in, use my node, and the value just dumps in. It's not super easy because you want it to be secure, you want it to be accurate, you want mm-hmm. people to still you know be able to receive their boostograms or whatever, uh, what have you. So, um. Those kind of things have just taken me so much longer than I thought it they would, you know. Um, At your own pace, yeah. Everyone learns yeah. at their own pace, and you have a lot. Yeah. yeah. You two have so much on your plate all the time. I could not shoulder the responsibilities you do. <laughs> That's one of the things I really admire about you. You you seem to be really respectful and considerate, and keeping your fucking cool. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing weed has something to do with that. I don't just mm. just a hunch. It might help. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel stupid now. Immensely. Um, it's the weed. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm toked up and I am flying high on the green waves with you in the bowl. I couldn't not be. Let's blame it on the weed, everybody. 
<laughs> exactly. Ding. Gotta like, blame yeah. it. Well, you're learning at your own pace, and that's that's my big gripe with them. Um, I love that you know you homeschool your kids as much as you can, and just everything that you're teaching them, because. Wow, you're such an inspiration to me. I mean, I'm not a parent, but if I was, that's how I'd want to parent my kids. Yeah. The way you guys seem to. I don't really know. I don't live with you, but I'm sure I'm taking some liberties and making some presumptions, but well, the way that you talk about them. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're not mm -hmm. wrong. Oh, you're here's the wrong. horn. You want me to oh, mute it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I love the horn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do keep up really well, and you seem to keep progressing um, along at a pretty steady and... Uh, yeah, balanced rate. Like you just keep, just keep it going. The just kids, keep it going. <laughs> for me, the kids are like my. Uh, they're the actual hope because I'm hoping that if I can just learn <laughs> like little basic rudimentary object-oriented programming and different coding stuff, then I can teach that part to kids to my kids and be like all right now yeah. make this or make that and then they can take it to the next level you know and then i'll be like exactly. holy shit this is what i wanted to be this is what i've wanted to do for the past decade and finally yeah. my kid made it you know like fucking a I, uh, I can't wait until they start playing instruments i just have a feeling at least ooh, one of yeah. your kids will be a musician i sure yeah, hope so. I think so. I mean, we've got a basement full of it down here studio oh yeah oh they're very they're very fortunate children because i didn't learn the instrument that i wanted to learn my parents only let my brother learn he tried saxophone for like a year and a half and then he gave up but i wanted to learn piano now i have no excuse for not knowing piano now i've had decades to learn it but i have to say if you grow up around instruments and music and if you know anything about it it'll just spark your you know your curiosity yeah and well i think it gives you that natural aptitude you might already possess a great deal of aptitude, but I think it also lends, you know, the way that your brain forms, music is shown to have um, incredibly beneficial and exponentially um, improving um, effects on the brain and the way that the brain learns, the developing brain learns so much uh, better with being surrounded by music. and. You know, especially natural instrumentations. I am so excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't. Like they might, they might even get into some like wild instruments, like the the omatomatophone. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Omatomatophone. Oh, Omatomatophone. Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, I gotta replace the battery. It's oh no. Very sad sounding right now. Oh yeah. He's yeah, losing power. It sounds like a power. sad robot. It's yeah. a sad robot. Sad little yes, robot. Yeah. But I hope you don't mind me saying about uh, that about your kids. No. But I'm excited for them because of the way that I wish that I had been raised. You two give me such hope. You give me such happiness, especially when you talk about the kiddos. How much you do for them. Even Lorian making those costumes for those kiddos. Damn, <laughs> woman. Is there nothing you can't do? Because I don't know what they are. Like I don't know what those skills are. You are mad skilled. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> That's awesome. My mom made me a costume once, and it was a pumpkin, and Aww. she made me a, a cap with a green stem. Oh, <laughs> so that's cute. That's cute. Whole, yeah, and it went past my, um, it was a big, bright orange pumpkin, and it was like black eyes and smiley face, and uh, my arms through it, uh, fit through the sides, right? And so I put my legs in there, and she filled it up with crumpled newspaper to make me a big rosy. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And um, growing up in Chicagoland, the, the Halloweens are typically pretty temperate. You know, they could be anywhere from like um, 50 to 65 degree days uh, on Halloween. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I actually wore that a little too long. Like by the time <laughs> I was 12, she made it for me when I was like seven. <laughs> oh, nice. Aww. You got some legs out of it then. And they went down to my knees, yeah, at that age. But then as I got older, you know, it's like, okay, it's riding up and uh, it's not fitting the same. It's just inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Uh-oh. I didn't care. I just wore like green or black tights with it. And I'm yeah. like, <clears throat> then, you know, my morbid, my morbid nature came through. I'm like going to add some blood. <laughs> blood <of> pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, I didn't though. I didn't want to ruin the fabric. And uh, yeah, it's so fucking cool. Cause um, you probably, did you post those, Lorian? I'm sorry. You know, I'm terrible with NAS. I'm terrible. I, uh, yeah, I did. People can't depend on me for NAS. I didn't get a good picture this year of the whole family, so I literally posted the worst picture possible (laughs) where, like, I'm in the middle of a sneeze, Spence is adjusting his glasses, one of the kids is covering her face, like. (laughs) Yes, go for it. You know what? Go with the flow. But you can see their costumes, so. Cool. I was like, yeah. Uh, We were Scooby and the gang this year. Ah, yes, neat. (laughs) Last year was a lot of fun because uh, my girls were really into this Australian cartoon, Bluey. Which, oh, I've heard of Bluey. Yeah, it's haven't seen it. just blown up this past year because Disney acquired mm-hmm. it. And so oh, now naturally. it's become available on, you know, the mm-hmm. Disney Plus and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But when they wanted to be Bluey, no one knew what it was. So I had to, I knew I just had to hand make the costumes and I made them these nice, like, uh, full body sleepers basically mm-hmm. just like super soft yeah. and warm perfect for halloween and then this year we're like you know going out and you can find the bluey costume for like 20 bucks kind of the same concept as me except for they went with like a face on top of the hood instead of like i just let my kids have their face mm-hmm. outside and ears on top of the hood because bluey's <laughs> a dog yeah and uh i was like dang if only i'd waited a year later for 20 bucks i could have just bought the dang costume yeah and that's not bad honestly if mm -hmm. it's it's so much more fun to challenge yourself and Mm -hmm. have to home make it and then know like oh no one's gonna have my costume that's right and it's made with love it's made with tlc as my mom used to say i was like mom what's in that she'd go tlc baby tender loving care i'm like ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, when my mom was a sweetie pie, she was so fun, and uh, I really don't maybe talk enough about that, but you rem- you remind me of her, and um, she reminds me of you, like, your fun-loving nature. It, <laughs> it really does get me going. It gets me excited. You two are so fun-loving. That's the way I see you, anyway. We do I love think fun. A- yes. Yeah. No doubt. And, fi- and, and all the fun hole filling, too. Yeah. So. Well, oh, yeah. Know. Especially <laughs> our ear holes. Can't so. have an empty fun hole. That's just no fun. <laughs> Yeah, so l- thanks for allowing me to talk a little bit about your family because it just, you inspire me so much. You really do. Well, thank you. To stay, you know, to stay grounded, to stay dank. <laughs> yeah, dank. you know. Dirt. I mean, I think, too, there's a lot of uh, weirdness people try to put onto you when, uh, you know, there's like many facets of our lives and aspects of our lives, you know. And, and, yeah. And then you have kids on top of it and... and You've got to give people like the adult responsibility and, and personal responsibility to be able to separate the kid stuff from the not kid stuff. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, yep. I'm not a fucking idiot or an animal no. or anything. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm at least wolf, not tonight. I'm a wolf raising wolves, but at the same time, an like, uh, you know, yeah. There's a, there's a separation of that, and the the kids are great, and 
We yeah. go to bed at seven, seven and eight. Right, and that's why we hang out behind the curtain. Right. Mm-hmm. Late night. Where kids aren't allowed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's right. And the bowlers are oh so welcome. Oh yeah. Oh I, yeah. I love the I love everything that you've been changing up and the variety that you have been implementing and the streams like the you know, the pre show, the post show, but then also the twenty four seven. It's been every time I've tuned in, I'm like, What 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 will we be listening to today? Yeah, I wonder. I try hmm. to I try to definitely there's some people that are just like, Whoa, you're all over the place, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I like that like, though. That's just always been my style. Like when yeah. when Pandora came out and I started mm-hmm. uh listening to Pandora heavily, I had this radio station I curated for like I don't know, six or seven years, and I called it Taste Variance Test. Ah, nice. <laughs> and I just started with like Taste Variance, um, with like Etta James and Ella Fitzgerald and stuff like that. And then I added like some of the hip hop that I was into, like Kanye West and Eminem, and uh, mm. yeah, that um, is quite some the... of the older school stuff, like mm-hmm. you know Biggie and Tupac. Oh, and then shit. I would add some jazz. Like Miles Davis, I would add. Oh, nice! All of the Billy Joel I grew up on. Some, oh, yeah. And then I went Love through Billy Joel. all kinds of outlaw country stuff, and then put that in there. And I was just like, man, I can only imagine. I was just trying to like genre break the radio to where the thing would play. Yeah, like the thing right. would go from playing an Eminem song to playing mm. a Willie Nelson song <laughs> to playing a Frank Sinatra song. Like sweet, that's sweet. That's variety. Like that keeps you on your toes. Yeah, and so keeps you guessing. It was tough because you can like base the, you can do like the ad variety, uh, thing when you start when you do a radio station mm-hmm. on Pandora, and so that's what I started doing. It's just like mm-hmm. adding, not. I started with adding artists, but then I would like pull songs out that I'm like, no, no, not going for like this or that. Just trimming some off and then trying to thumb up like, I don't know, certain songs I thought were like cornerstone or like, yeah, you know, things yeah. I would never get rid of. You know, and, That's uh, the thing. Yeah, that's I, the thing. I play that in the bar you. all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pe- more often than not, people be like, whoa, I can't believe it. Like, this, what is the, <laughs> what, they'd be like, what the hell are you pumping in here? Like, what's the station? I'm like, oh, it's a Pandora station that I've been shuffle. working on. It's your mega shuffle. That's what term. I call it. Yeah. yeah. I have, I've been using Pandora for at least um, nine or 10 years. And actually, no, I've been using them since their inception, but I've been using the app about nine or 10 years and subscribing for that long because it's like $5.42 a month. And I get, you know, zero ads. I get nearly unlimited replays, skips, unlimited skips. Now they've added, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of podcasts. And I've got, man, I've got like 150 stations I've curated. It's so much fun playing with Pandora. That's cool. And then what's even cooler, when people are like, well, why don't you use Spotify? Because Spotify can't do the shit Pandora can do. I like that I've been able to curate all this mix of uh, music and comedy. And you guys, seriously, I'm such a doof. Like, it didn't occur to me until about (laughs) two years ago. Um... Why don't I try adding some comedy? Yeah, like, that was... I need comedy in my life every day. I need music. Yeah, sorry, I'm talking over you. I'm no, sorry. no, no, not at all. <laughs> don't be sorry. No, yeah, you're, so um, you're right, and mm-hmm. I think it might have been you that was talking about adding comedy to Pandora that I heard about or saw in a chat. Maybe you typed about it, but I didn't even know that was a thing, like an option. Like, how long has yeah. comedy been on Pandora? Man, I don't know it, and it. You know why it didn't occur to me is because. You know, I only think of it in the in the context of music right. and artists. I didn't realize because I started using it. Man, let's think, you guys. 
You too, Lorraine. Did you start using Pandora early, like back when it was just online and it was just these unique algorithms with a small database? What do you? No, I, think I don't it was think like so. 2007 or something. Mm. I didn't like start till like 2010, 2011. Oh, okay, but you got in. You got in at a good time too, because that was before the app was released. Um, and it's it's fucking awesome. I rely on Pandora as my main source of music when I am streaming when I'm out. Music in my ears and gotcha. what I love about it is no matter how many um uh how many stations you create or curate, you get to choose which ones to shuffle. That is my favorite thing. Sometimes I just want a shuffle of certain types of music, you know, certain types of stations I've created. I don't necessarily need to choose all of them. So that I can focus on rock, or I can focus on electronic, or I can focus on metal, or pish posh, pish posh, grass pish posh. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, okay, look, I need Robin Williams. I need him now. He's he's the one for me. Nice. He's the one who helped keep me alive in my life. He's the one who guided me to like adopt much more comedy into my life. And you know, he's a very special. There's a very special place in my heart. I truly love him, and I'm just so sad that he's gone. But, you know, he gave us so much, and I was like, you know, I, I need to listen to some Robin Williams and George Carlin and Eddie Murphy and, like, uh, Mitch Hedberg. And, like, <laughs> and I need, you know, I need all this. I'm like, okay, wait, let's see. Oh, they're all there. You know, these all these different comedians, even, uh, you know, lesser-known comedians, like ones, you know, from Minnesota that I know. I love Brian Regan. Man, I love Louis Black. Fucking, there's so, so, so many comedians, and I'm able to now discover, um, you know, lesser-known comedians that I didn't know about because I don't spend a lot of time doing that, like, online, and, you know, there's not any comedy clubs in town anymore. There was one for many years for improv comedy, and um, sometimes they had headliners, and it was called Goonies. <laughs> nice. Oh, cool. But, the, yeah, the apostrophe was after the E, so it's like the place that belongs to Goonie. <laughs> it's Goonies. Uh, anyway, I know. I'm a stickler for the details. Pardon me. I, oh, I'm sorry. I just like, I'm feeling good, but I want to be a good guest. I want to be a good guest. I want to see your pretty face. I want to show your b-holes. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I highly recommend anybody that uses Pandora, go for it. You know, add, you curate your your comedy stations, mix it up. I always have all my comedy stations selected and then different. But it's so, it's so fucking cool because, you know, they're having a lot of connection issues for a while there, at least a year. App issues and it's worth it, man. It's worth the 542 of <laughs> 42. So I'm babbling. Keep, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to ask yeah. you because. It's uh, very cool. We are kind of a, a weed themed show mm-hmm. for people who haven't picked up on it. Uh, and I'm just curious how you kind of came about or found weed and like what that's all about and, um, maybe your, your discovery. Cause I feel like a lot yeah. of people come into it and then they do a lot of like either self discovery or societal discovery or social discovery as a result of stumbling upon this weird and magical thing that is weed. It is, you know, and I love that you asked me this because it's one of my favorite stories to tell. I'll try to keep it short, but at least oh. I'm not going to get hung up on. We got plenty of time. We got, yeah, these these aren't three minute bites that we need, man. This is this That's is the right. long form, man. I want to keep you both engaged. The hangcast. Yeah. Uh, so I'll try to make it as short as I can. So, 2012. I'm a very late bloomer. 
I'm just going to say I don't really care that people know that I'm older than I think a lot of the bowlers. Um, I was in my 30s, and I'm an extremely late bloomer because, and I won't go too deeply into this, let's just say my attitudes towards uh, weed and um, psychedelics were informed by my my mother and her character the way that she raised me so I wanted nothing to do with it because I correlated it to her being a pothead but when I look back on it actually she was at her best when she was on it she was tamer she was calmer she was happier mm -hmm. but I couldn't see that at the time so anyway after I went through years um of you know and I maybe I should hold this back people will tell me you really shouldn't be divulging very personal information the way that I feel about it, and I'm just going to preface this, is I don't mind telling people this stuff because um, I, you know, I've been diagnosed with uh, depression, anxiety, PTSD, all this shit that they just want to drug. You know, that they're right. just like, yeah. they can't wait to diagnose you with that shit because, oh, yeah, you know, it's like it, it's so many people have the symptoms for one of the three. Sure. Honestly, holy fuck why. Well, it's true. The one, not to sidetrack you, but the one that always like activated my almonds was the anxiety mm. as a diagnosis like, yes like exactly. just, just something as simple as like you yeah. have anxiety mm -hmm. you have anxiety i'm like yeah who can you show me somebody who doesn't I, I have anxiety have anxiety i was a swimmer yeah. uh i swam competitively since i was like mm -hmm. i don't know maybe nine or ten oh, when sweet. i started and all through high school, school and swam mm -hmm. with state. Um, ah. It started off as just like a community program, kind of like uh, it wasn't with school until I was in high school. But every time from the time I was nine until the very last race I ever swam in high school, when you get up on the blocks and you take your mark and you're waiting for that uh, – you're waiting for that sound that you yes. know the go sound the buzzer it's fucking anxiety bro yes, it's, yeah, it's they... a whole stomach filled with butterflies swirl <laughs> you know just swirling around in a swirl and that's the juice yeah. dude that's yes. that feeling that lets you know that you're alive and you're about to fucking do something you know the adrenaline shot things are going on shot. things are happening yeah. With your body, yeah. that means that you're alive, you're doing well, mm -hmm. your body is sending signals to mm -hmm. other parts, you know, of, it's functioning. of your own body. It's working. Yeah. Yes. It's working. And yeah. the way that we've taken anxiety in, in just a generation and flipped it around to be some crippling thing that you like, that is very mm -hmm. traumatizing and that you need to get rid of somehow, like... Oh, yeah, uh, it needs to be drugged pharmaceutically. It I needs just, to be, yeah. It, it's alarming, yeah. Synthesized medicine, not yeah, real medicine, th synthesized. Th exactly. They treat it as a symptom Bullshit. that needs to be treated rather than you, you have a signal, like you've got anxiety. Like you're Fuck, just, yes. Let's explore, yeah. A, what is that about? Where does it come from? And B, what am I doing with it? You know? Yes. And yeah. f when I was swimming, obviously you use the anxiety to when you hear that fucking buzzer, jump as far as you can Ow. out into that pool, hit that yes. cold ass water and move, move, move. And I don't know, man. Fast. I've never really, you know, I've done a, a few psychedelic experiences uh, through mm -hmm. the years. Mm -hmm. um, and I've experienced incredibly like life shredding amounts of anxiety at, at certain yeah. times, you know, in my life. For sure. And I've also been in emergency situations here and there, like, you know, I've broken a few bones in my life. 
shit. Yeah. There are... It's intense. There are times in life that get real fucking real and intense, but it's not about, oh, I got to retreat from this thing that's happening. It's like, you got to get in it, man, and the... Hell yes. It's a natural response. Yeah, there's not anything to be... I don't want to talk over be... you, but... <laughs> no, you, no, you're perfect. Yeah, uh, it is. That's that's important. That's a really important... Important. important. It's true. <laughs> it really is. I mean, <laughs> what is your damage? If you don't know, then you'll never know, okay? So, <laughs> um, it's true. You're right. That's not necessarily something that you should dull or drug if you yeah. want to alleviate it, if, if it's too intense, which it has been for me most of my sure. life, if you want to alleviate it, why don't those fuckers talk about the natural, um, the natural remedies? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know, vigorous exercise, mm -hmm. meditation, diet, fitness, sleep, hydration. Uh, there's many supplements, many natural herbal supplements, uh, one of which we use profusely. Thank you very much, mm -hmm. Dean. Like, oh, yes, thank Ew. you. Of course, they're not going to bring that up, but there is. That's why they, you know, shit all over St. John's Wort and even a hot cup. I know you know this, Lori, and even a hot cup of chamomile tea will do you. Oh, yeah. Really, and it's, damn, that will, you know, relax your nervous system. It will make you feel good. Like the heat increases circulation. The heat inside you also kills pain when you introduce that level of heat. And um, it hydrates you. And the herbs have all kinds of beneficial properties to them. It's good for your intestines. And your intestines control everything. All the levels in your body, your gut controls everything. Yep. So, you know, but do they bring all that up? No, they want to destroy your gut with, you know, um, positive, beneficial um, microflora. The fauna and the flora of your gut is destroyed by pharmaceuticals. It's compromised. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so I spent years on that fucking train. I was their lab rat. I was their lab rat. Yeah. Not... And, I mean, um, I know tons and tons ugh, of people just, who are in the same. It's criminal. I mean, it's it's incredibly it's common. Criminal. It's actually yeah. becoming as the generations age. Mm -hmm. I think we've I think we flipped in the last decade, um, especially among college age kids. Of uh, if not sooner, of most people are on one of those. Whether it's an SSRI or it's a, you know, your your synthetic meth that you have in Adderall or uh, mm -hmm. something. Something like that. Yeah, and it really yeah. makes people dependent on it. Everybody's because, on something. You know? It's crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And then they'll put um, their nose yeah. in the air for over some weed, you know? Mm -hmm. like, I know. And I used to be one of those dumb motherfuckers. Sure. I'm so glad. In 2012, uh, somebody that I knew, not that I trusted, um, but somebody that I knew that wanted me in a way that was um, unhealthy, but they were willing to please me at the time. And they had some of the greatest weed I've ever had. And it was dangerous, but I just felt it was one of those moments. And I hope I don't bring you guys down with this. I'm going to try not to bring it up much. But it, it was a living situation. I was here in Rochester, and it was a terrible living situation. I was surrounded by hardcore junkies, abusive bully motherfuckers, just horrible, corrupt people. Like, just, you know, people I don't want to be around. And I, I just gave up, man. You know what? I just let it go. I just let it fucking go. I'm like, yeah. You know what? I these pharmaceuticals are making me fucking crazy. They're they're making me worse. 
they're making me worse, man. And they just, Mayo Clinic put me on drug trials. Um, one of the medical centers here did. And they just wouldn't listen, you know? I know you know what I'm fucking talking about. No, they, those assholes, they don't fucking listen. They're like, you're just being difficult, Marcella. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not being difficult. I'm yeah. telling you, this makes me feel worse. Well, then let's up your dosage. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. Go fuck your own face. Yeah, like, well, what? I mean, they're, in, they're all in sales now. That's what's uh, so sad about our medical establishment. It's just, uh, it's just sales, you know. Yeah, it and, is. You're just, you know, yeah, you're just a, a, a rat in a cage. We've been and, watching that, that Dope yeah. Sick series that oh, Adam shit. keeps talking about on Hulu. I really need to tune into that. Did you say that's on Hulu? Yeah, I think, I think I'm pretty sure dope, it's Hulu, right? Dope Sick, yep. yeah, and you mentioned that. And thank you for mentioning that on the... On the bowl, um, in the bowl, it's, because uh, yeah, I it's just that. wild because it's just it just details the Purdue Pharma saga of how they mm -hmm. marketed and sold uh, OxyContin, but really the indict it indicts not only big pharmaceutical companies but also the FDA themselves, you know, yes, mm -hmm. and Federal Death Administration, yep, the way that they both just systemically manipulate doctors and lie to them and buy them nice shit you know and the research gain yeah their i mean, trust and yeah. game the research and holy shit there should be no pharma kickbacks i mean that's a direct um what do they call that a conflict of interest yeah yep. i mean that's an obvious overt corrupt um you know conflict of interest that you know i think you should divulge to your patients I mean, I've I've actually got myself into trouble with that one. I once asked a doctor who wouldn't fucking look at me in the eye, just typed up, you know. I'm like, I'm a I'm a person. Yeah. Look at me. How can you tell what I'm expressing to you if you won't even look in my eyes? If you if I'm just you know you're just I know that they need to type, but at least glance over at me like I'm a human being. Seriously. Not something you know. Some, thank you, Lori. Something that you know is. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I knew you'd understand. I knew I'd tell you this, tell you all about this, and I knew you'd know, you'd both know exactly what I'm feeling. Yeah. Because they really, we are just experiments to them, to the government, to the, you know, Western Medical uh, Administration, to the FDA. And when I, I once looked right at a doctor and I said, um, I'm sorry, I just like, God damn it, I hate it when I do that. Uh, but, oh <laughs> Why yeah, Why did you I say that to him? That's kind of a <laughs> random thing to say to your doctor. I said, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I've said a lot um, more retarded than that, Spence. So. Oh, no. <laughs> so have I, I, I darling. Said, so yeah, have I. oh, they can't handle that shit. Like, <laughs> oh, no, you're being subordinate. Like, you know. Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up! Oh, I know that you, you're so you're so much better because you have a, like a medical degree. So the Western what? doctor person has just been trained to see us as just like these poor helpless idiots that they that have need to, to be like, diagnosed too easily, yeah. too fucking e without even any blood work, just without blood work, without what? without asking me what's wrong with me yeah. because I would know. You know. How's your diet? How's your sleep schedule? How's your hydration? What's your lifestyle like? You know, are are you finding it difficult to love yourself? To you know, to be positive and be grounded? Man, ask me that that shit. Don't. I once asked. So I once asked that doctor. I got in so much trouble. They ended the appointment. Uh -oh. They were so upset when I said. So I'm wondering. Um, it doesn't seem like you're too interested in what I'm telling you. What kind of pharma kickbacks are you getting? Oh fuck! Oh, <laughs> shit. Shit, I even got a letter. I got a fucking letter. Oh Jesus. What? I like I <laughs> like 
Are you really going to tell me how to behave? Are you going to cry? <laughs> Shit your pants? <laughs> oh, my God. You're not my real dad. <laughs> God damn it. No, that's... I mean, I had Felt interaction... Felt so good. Felt so fucking good. I yeah. had interaction myself with a lot of doctors through my life. And then mm-hmm. my parents and my sister also th- through different yeah. things. My mom had a lot of medical problems and still does God, and saw a lot of different too. specialists just like begging for answers and never getting mm-hmm. cuz they just want to juggle you around and prescribe you yeah. bullshit, juggle you around, which you want antibiotics just like it's make crazy. you worse, make you worse while passing you around and not diagnosing yeah. problems. And then the just, mm-hmm. the only medical people that I've really jived with that I've like had good experiences with that like I was comfortable actually even being honest at all with were one was um, our midwife, and the others are chiropractors. And aside from that, like, I've had surgeons who I'm, like, satisfied with, but it was never, like, a, a relationship or, like, I'm getting to know you. Surgeons are really good when you're broken in a very specific spot and you got to be put back together correctly. And yeah, so it's a different thing going on there, you know? They're not, like, exploring <clears throat> you and trying to find this... Uh, Mm-hmm. path of care or this like cycle they're going to put you on. They're just like, they get in there, they put you back together and they say, all right, in six weeks, this will be healed. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, who cares if you're the tin man and you've got all these side effects that you're, you know, that you're squeaky and achy and that you're finding yourself to be different than you know that you could feel and mm-hmm. should feel. Um, I love that we're able to talk about this because I know the, you know, the bowl is a place for, you know, high humor and uh, high, high, <laughs> high humor. But I think we should discuss this because, you know, I know that you guys are on board with this. You've discussed it so many times. I love, love, love that you're, I don't want to use that new speak activists, but I will say promoters, great promoters um, of, you know, medical or um legalization for the purposes of true medicine have you know being accessible yeah. to everyone who needs it whether it is psychoactive or not and um when i was guided to the bowl just you expanded my consciousness you really truly did <laughs> you you really helped me take it to 11 the understanding because I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm a lazy fucking student. I don't research enough. It's my it's a problem. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, like discovering. They make like it discovering. They things. make it difficult and no fun <laughs> really anyway. You know, our whole yeah, system. Take, I mean, yeah. Phone Boy points out correctly that doctors aren't the issue, and you really can't point the finger yeah, at police. are the issue, or our politicians are the issue. Like all of these people are fucked because the whole system is fucked, and it's designed yeah. in a way to make research difficult and confusing and boring and uh, you know when you find good research or when you actually mm-hmm. start finding the truth when you start turning to alternative sources of information ones that aren't bleached and polished and uh, completely censored exactly. by advertisers uh, especially the biggest advertiser of all the pharma people that we've been fucking talking about this whole time this is where you play the death knell you yeah. you 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 exist in a place outside of that world where they can't control all the information and you start to fucking learn things. And yeah, you read shit that's bullshit, yeah, uh, but you also find the truth in the same spots, you know, mm-hmm. as you're looking around, as you're coming through everything. Mm-hmm. And, that's true. Uh, you can glean a lot from 
Yeah. But the, the longer you pay attention, the more things line up and you start to recognize patterns. I mean, that's what humans do. That's what we've evolved to do. That's what our brains are for. Exactly. We recognize the patterns and we see what's real and what's not real. And we recognize the lies too, because the lies follow patterns as well. So when they come out with some fucking two weeks to stop the curve, I mean, a, oh, yeah. a majority of people, majority of people who were paying attention knew from day one that that was a fucking lie. Oh, I, you know? I mean, you could, you could, that, that shit was so rank, you could smell it. I mean, you could, you could feel it and smell it. It was just like, oh, you know, don't force feed this fucking bullshit to me. Just like, it, JCD is playing in my head. It's bullshit. <laughs> like, <Damn>. when, <laughs> when he really brings it. And I, I'm no, always no, wishing he, good. <laughs> exactly. Every time he says bull crap, I want him to say bullshit instead. I'm like, you're not five, okay? Say bullshit. I mean, come on. It's never going to be anything interesting. God, I hope he doesn't hear this. Uh... He's like, you don't know me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> JCD's coming for you. You're not welcome at the meetups. Don't show your face. Uh, I was like, uh, never going to happen. <laughs> so, um, yeah. what's up with meetups? You've been to some meetups? No. Not yet. But I will share with you something that I told somebody that I very much trust. Okay. Because I don't mind sharing this. I, it's it's not just for their ears. I actually wanted to tell you. Um, I have thought about it for a while. It's no big deal. I'm just one person. I'm not. I'm one of the least active people on NAS. Uh, I fall behind in my No Agenda episodes because it's not. It's not how number dare one you? for me. How, oh, dare, how you? dare I? <laughs> I dare, sir. I fucking dare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ar, ar, ar. Uh. So, <laughs> I wasn't thinking, uh, if I'm going to go to a meetup, I want my first time to be with you guys. Oh. Right. Yeah. Oh, like, I will travel down there. Hell yeah. Oh, please. I want, oh, yes. I want my first. I want you to. I don't care if people are like, she's talking sexy again. Because, you know, it's like, motherfuckers, please. Bitch, please. <laughs> like, you want your first time to be with, you know, the bowlers. There are you, you fucking kidding me? You will make it so lit on so You will bring it to 11. The KC so meetups are fun, man. Yeah. yeah. I love the reports. I really love the reports. They're it's blessed. worth listening to the whole donation segment just to get from a yeah. meetup report. They're always just, like, <laughs> wholesome and, like, refreshing, yeah. man. And, and with yeah. with ours, mm -hmm. especially because C Mike's been coming to most of them uh, in the recent past, and like he, he brings his whole family, dude. So there's just like, oh man, there's <laughs> ten of them, uh, them and the kids, you know. Mm -hmm. Then our kids, there's just like kids running around. I've imagined that. So I cool. love imagining those like little rugrats running around and like chasing each other. I love imagining that. I've actually imagined myself. Um, Oh, God, is this going to sound creepy? Oh, fuck it. I'm just going for it. So I've imagined being down there with you guys and on your future, um, what do I want to say? Your future uh, plot of land on which you are growing food and medicine. And I've imagined myself helping you out with it just because, you know, if you're ever... I know you're gonna do it. Yeah, I know you're gonna do it. So I don't mean that to sound weird. Like no, you're envisioning this your whole implant. thing is very, very spooky. <laughs> spooky button. No. But it feels so good for me. So yeah. that's why I want to share because I know you can feel the good vibes. You know, you you know I I know that you can feel the love because I can feel the love yes. from you guys. So it the feels way that so I good. 
Exactly, exactly. And me imagining myself um, with my knees bended, tending to some plants while the kids are running around and you guys are like, I don't know, you're just having fun. You are like over by the house and you've got this big, beautiful house. You've got like a big wooden wraparound veranda on your property. And you know, you've got a, a porch swing on there. Like it's just good. You've got all this land. And I'm imagining, I've imagined and visualized myself being part of it where you're growing well, any kind of medicine you want to grow, all the, all the food that you want to grow, and just like these happy, wild kids. I always, for some reason, imagine five. I was like, I remember what you said, Lori, and you want to have more kids. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so I just wanted to share that with you because for me, that visualization process is just something that I can't exclude myself from because yeah. I, selfishly no, really, cool. I selfishly really want to help. That's like, like no, that's pretty humbling, actually, that, like, for people to... Yeah. Be sort of sharing and adding to the the yeah. dream that you have, you know, like yeah, the it's, collective it's a, dream, mm -hmm. you know. It's, and it manifests. It does have powerful manifestation powers when you visualize with your highest, most positive feelings. That's a really powerful way of manifesting. Some people do it in prayer. Some do it in meditation. Some people like me do it when we're high. Oh, oh yeah, smoke weed every day. Like, yeah, smoke I, weed I, every day. Yes. Oh. There it is. So I love doing that, and I I was like, I don't know if I want to tell them this, but you know, I know you're not really gonna misunderstand that. And I was just like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I know you're gonna make it happen. You're gonna be like living off the grid in your own way. It's just a matter of time. I cannot fucking wait Hell yeah, for that dude. day when you guys. I'm putting that on have, my vision board, bro. Yes, yeah. it's yes. a good vision. Like when you when you finally get you know your plot of land going when you get your acreage, it's gonna be so sweet and watch it'll be thirty three acres. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thirty three point three. Nice. Hey, uh, you want to you want to take a question from a voice mailer? Oh fuck yes! Oh yeah, uh, you know I'll just keep going if you don't stop me. No, here I'll slide it in. Slide it in. Here we go. Bowls with Buzz, with the inspirational, inquisitive, yeah. quirk-ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so intuitive and just badass. Awesome. Woo-hoo. Looking forward to it. Nice. Woo-de-coo. Oh, oh, just a yeah. general, general cheerlead more than a Hell question. Yes. But... Oh, my pom-poms are raised, uh, baby. Nice. <laughs> yeah. My pom-poms are raised for the one the only, the legendary Fletch. Fletcher-Rooney. Yes. Fletcher-Rooney. Fletcher-Rooney's in the bowl. That's yeah. beautiful, too, because he <laughs> was talking about this, a similar vein in his last voicemail. Yeah. Thanks, Fletcher. When he called in, uh, as you just said, yeah. about, you know, oh, oh yeah. yeah, this yeah. sort of place where we can pool mm -hmm. our resources rather than just being like... That's right separated right. it's wild i've been working yeah. on this album project with uh abel kirby since mm -hmm. ah. oh god the summer or maybe even earlier uh spring spring maybe i think is when it think, started yeah because we started the podcast a part of it in july so i think it started in the spring and man it's just there's something that's uh not quite there or missing when you're like collaborating with these people in different parts of the country you know it's mm -hmm. like there's mm -hmm. something there and i can tell you it leveled up highly when we actually met him in person. We like stayed. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. When so we, you could when feel he had that us over and stay mm -hmm. in Maryland, it's like 
there's yeah. that human interaction there and then it's like okay mm-hmm. it's become more real we have a better understanding of one another and totally solidified that connection yeah, makes it, it all the more meaningful it, all the more yeah. you take that back with you it's not yeah. like it's not like something yeah. that only works when you're there it's like mm-hmm. once you meet somebody then you go back and you still get it you know like when you hear them talk you have a face and you have more of a human element to put on all of that exactly you know? and I a mean, feel for their energy definitely you know, you know, <laughs> oh, you're perfect yeah you're yeah good. yeah yeah uh yeah the and to bring anxiety oh no gotta drug me i'm drugged <laughs> i'm fucking choked <laughs> i just love that you two did i was just like oh man you know you really make an effort to connect with you know your peeps you really make an effort like i'm jealous when i saw the hmm. pictures of you with fletcher every time i see pictures of the other people i'm like oh bitch oh man <laughs> I want to do it. I want to do it. I will. We just make these uh, opportunities when we travel to like make an extra day or step or stop or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have anywhere for you to stay, so I want to come to you. We don't come to you, please. Yeah, you and and like the Casey man. I've never been in that state before. Yeah, we'll show you around. (laughs) Kansas City is a fun spot. We'll fill you up with good beef and pork barbecue. Ah. I will definitely have to pass on that. Oh, snap. But, oh, snap. But I do want some of that grilled. Like, give me some Give me some grilled veggies. Give me some, like, potatoes. Give me some, there give me are... some other stuff. Like, I want the freshest shit, man. I want salsa. I want guac. I want, like, man, there's so much. There is uh, so much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, and you know, sorry to disappoint you and everything, oh, no, but I'm not cool. gonna, I'm not going to pretend and... You know, no, even that's totally people, like, fine. You're such apologize. a retard, man. What like, a no. vegetarian retard. Uh, oh, no. You, know, fucking... <laughs> you can't uh, go to Kansas City without eating. Uh... You eat fish? I don't. I never liked fish, Lauren. Okay, you know no, I suck. No, no, no. I'm just I know asking. I suck, but no, I did you don't, like seafood. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, you and, can't um, suck yes. me. Yeah. You can't suck. <laughs> Soak it. I don't really care. I know I'm going to get all kinds of we fucking have... criticism for it. I don't care. No, it's not right, in man. the bowl. Come on. No, we've like got they're... farmers yeah. markets on farmers markets yeah, out here, as you can shit. imagine. I want that until you become your own farmers market. That's going to be beautiful. Right. You're going to teach the kids to like pickle and jar and preserve and all that jammy good shit. So yeah. But I hate to disappoint you because I had this feeling. I was like, I probably manifested. I was like, I bet they're going to bring it up. If I bring up the meetups, it's going to be like, yeah, that's the truth, though. Uh, it's, I, it's not like I don't love the taste of it. But it was a health decision that I made for myself years no, ago. Yeah, and it's, it's really turned out. But people love to fuck with I know you wouldn't, but people do love to fuck with me. They're like, mmm, here's this juicy, like right in my fucking mm. face. And I'm like, choke on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, it's not that I didn't love uh, the taste of eating animals. I grew up eating so much and my grandfather was a hunter. So I also got to taste what real fresh, and he was an amazing cook too. Nice. So I know what, you know, freshly killed um, quality venison tastes like. There's nothing like that too. Definitely. Yeah. It's got this unique gamey taste. So, and I don't have an issue. Like I don't, you know, I don't get on people for, you know what? Everybody's body is different. Exactly. That's the yeah. truth. And everyone so else is control yeah. in control of yeah. it. Like I like exactly. to treat people. I like to treat adults like adults, you know, you can make your own decisions yeah. and you don't have to <laughs> just make the decisions I make just mm-hmm. as you do. or apologize yeah. for the ones you do. Like you shouldn't no. be, 
I just yeah. know that it's a disappointment to some people. I've found that people are actually disappointed with me, and they're like, well, I can't hang out with you. I'm oh, like, why does that. it fucking no. matter? I'm like, oh, I see. And if you eat dick or pussy, do I have to eat dick or pussy too? Right. Like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> blow yourself like, no everybody's <laughs> different man you're allowed to be different that's the, I don't that's give the a beauty shit. of it you know they're the ones intimidated because they think i'm going to be like leering at them like you know the life of that cow <laughs> no. oh yeah no, no I, I can't tell you how many cows and pigs and turkeys and chickens i've eaten because it's so innumerable and i enjoyed them when they weren't processed that's the key right you're gonna eat meat man you know fuck do it i hope you find that you have the greatest quality and when you talk about smoking i think you were talking about smoking a brisket or i'm like god oh, damn yeah. that that almost tempts me i'm like i've never had brisket so <laughs> it's wild I, no uh, it's uh you know it's gonna smell good gonna... i'll be like I'm not going to pressure you with anything. Oh, no, know, no. You know, I, I, I know I shouldn't actually put a fine point on this, but I want you to know that even if it disappoints you, I'll be, I'm just grateful that you would, you want me to, because goddamn, when you start talking about smoking meats, I salivate. I'm like, oh. It's fun, man. Like the it's smoking like, process, you know? It seems like yeah. it's really involved I mean, and actually therapeutic. If you're standing so. out there for 12 to 14 hours to make this pork shoulder the most delicious thing mm-hmm. that you ever encountered like guys would not do it we wouldn't be doing it we wouldn't be standing out on our back porch for 12 to 14 hours if it wasn't worth at least twice mm-hmm. that amount of time you know yeah i would do i would do a two-day smoke if it like if that's what it took to make what it makes at the end you know i love it. yeah the thing is is i'd actually want to learn from you like it doesn't matter that i'm probably not going to put it in my my mouth yeah i i i still will enjoy the smells and like you know i know that you try to get like the best quality meats and that that make that interests me because i fucking love farmers markets man farmers markets are the best smoke just about every veggie too man yeah Yeah, well thank you for that encouragement because i'd be like got any tomatoes uh, in there got any potatoes in there man uh, like smoked peppers is like one of the things i do the most often veggie wise it's like mm-hmm. or like you get chipotles going or you get you know eggplant smoked like habaneros oh shit too hot like damn it i'm working up to it i'm such a wimp yeah. i know <laughs> now, now i am like they're like they mild sh- out a lot real? when you smoke them oh the crunchy yeah. veggie part especially when they're still green is like mm-hmm. the hottest pepper potential and then as they damn. ripen they kind of uh are not a lot of them you know, this isn't a hard rule across all peppers but mm-hmm. most of them get a bit milder as they ripen and, and also get a bit milder when they're smoked mm. i just imagine like that heat the smoke infusing do you use a particular kind of wood i don't remember it depends do you guys like... mostly uh um, um hickory is Damn, the one i, I use love the, the most smell often. i love the smell of hickory but i've been doing it's a very... lot of apple mm-hmm. lately Applewood, fuck yes. My mother said, she encouraged me. She's like, the next time you do grill, she goes, I want you to seek out some applewood chips or, you know, and and get that going. You know, try to light it with as little lighter fluid as possible. And she goes, it will make your, you know, your hamburgers taste so fucking good or your steaks. It's like, I tried it and yes, oh, it did. No doubt. But, you know, I never smoked anything, so I'm not on the grill anyway. Yeah, that's cool though. I, I like the process that you go through, and that's like the process for a really long, tasty, long cooked, savory, tasty chili. Oh, oh yeah. Damn. Yeah. So many flavors, you know. 
And I've had a lot of great home-cooked food from both my mother and my paternal grandfather. They were, they were just very discerning, excellent cooks. And actually many family members. So, yeah, there's so many ways to cook, man. There's like so many unique methods. No doubt. It's its, its own unique. kind of uh, <laughs> communication style in and of itself, you know, cooking and... Mm-hmm. An art. Yes. And a language of love. We have a uh, we have another yes, Lorian. Oh, language of love in the voicemail box. Like <laughs> Sweet. To, like me to lay it on you here. In the bowl, to everybody. In the bowl. I just yeah. wanted to say, Corcus, you're sounding real, real good. Uh, I'm looking yeah, up in you. the sky. I see my boy Orion hanging up in there. Oh, Ryan, That's a good yeah. sign. I had yeah. a question for the collective when this compound gets started. Does anybody want to help me grow a salvia garden? <laughs> that would be pretty fucking lit. Uh, there was, oh, well, uh, <clears throat> I do have two things uh, that I would like to, uh, one one is an admission, and the other one, uh, yeah, I guess Quirkus did something really cool for us. Um, the first part was it was actually uh, Spaz that hit me up and said, hey, you should uh, consider asking Corcus on full-time. So he is probably the one most responsible for making that happen. Sorry, I sound like a shivering asshole. Spaz plus plus. It's fucking cold out here right now. I don't have enough warm layers on. Uh Uh-oh. Get yourself a hat, boy. Funny enough. uh, (laughs) Warm hat. I got to make sure I get the website right because uh, I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> but uh, thanks to Quirkus, uh, Chicky has hit us up. Yes. And she asked permission to list BTS on uh, Nappin. Nappin, N-A-P-P-N dot net, which seems to be a collection of uh, paranormal and esoterica-related shows. And I've never heard about it before, but I am very excited to see what comes for it comes from it i just wanted to say thank you corcus for Aww. facilitating that and i'm gonna go run back inside now in the bowl to everybody in the Shivering bowl creature that even mothmen get cold yeah so, <laughs> thank you thank you thank you blueberry um yeah i forgot i'm sorry i kept meaning to mention it to him so chicky's really fucking great i mean she's very insightful she's very gifted i spent time with her on her own jitsi uh, napping is north american uh, psychic and paranormal network and she's run that site for a really long time she does you know podcasts and everything i'm sorry do you guys mind me telling no, you no. i didn't mean to plug her uh, you're so good. you're good she asked me to I'm ask interested. like i meant to bring it up to booberry i did no, and cool. thank you booberry it's good to know that i contributed something without even trying uh she she approached me i want to give chicky the credit she was on nick the rat uh a month and a half ago so she was nick the rat's guest chicky chicky hot h-a-u-t-e and uh she's amazing honestly like i can't wait to see what she brings to us but thank you thank you thank you thank you very stay warm man like get warm yeah. poor, poor poor shivering moth man Find it's not lab. right it is it's really fucking cold <laughs> it's only gonna get colder here we get winter really early in minnesota nuts. yeah no doubt so yeah cool thanks for the call so yeah i hope you don't mind me saying that but you know you guys might be interested so yourselves yeah she's, oh, yeah. she's great like if you try to talk to her she'll talk to you and she will offer really great advice and wisdom and guidance she just she has a real gift but um you know uh i gotta take this opportunity i know i called this in but god damn 
your voicemail on uh, episode 69. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, right? <laughs> dick. <laughs> Holy fuck. It was, uh, I have to say it again. I just have to say it again. I know I'm going backwards here, but wow. You brought all of the smoky wetness and all of the, <laughs> all, all the greatness of who you are. I just love how open and, you know, I guess, what's that? New speak, sexually liberated. I You're just natural. You embrace, you embrace natural yeah. behaviors, like healthy, natural behaviors, not the, not the, you know, demonized, stigmatized shit. Right. And I, I love it when Lorian, Lorian, when you talk about just sh shirking the societal shame that you receive sometimes when you are breastfeeding in public. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, Lorraine's my kind of woman. You know, you don't even Aww. get your fucking blood pressure up, it seems. You're just like, no. what the fuck ever? You know, sorry, it sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a problem with my boob? <laughs> yeah. You're lost. That Did you natural. see her breasts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we actually owe... Uh, strip our titties. Just kidding. We <laughs> owe you, Booberry and Lavish, a copy of the video we took for... Oh, recording shit. that 69 uh, message. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I had a soundboard. Ding, 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 ding. Swing. And the goat cart, the goat scream, and the RTD scream. Hell yes. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. I didn't even know there was a video. There exists. <gasps> Fuck, man. There exists footage of proof it happened. New shit has I, come to light, man. Oh, man. And this when, is fantastic. When he played that, and uh, I didn't realize what? that Mama Berry was in the chat. Oh, and I was oh, like, shit. oh, my God. Right before Whoa. boobs played it, yeah. Fletcher left. Like, Mama Berry. And then I was Fletcher like, Fletcher left us. Aww. Oh, I bet he's there. It's no, there. he Fletcher left. He fled. It's a shame. He fled. That's a shame. I want him to come back. So, um, Mama Berry, what? Yeah, we were like, oh, that was acting. Uh, we were just acting. Yeah, it's foley art. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, she, yeah that's the thing. Um, because she doesn't know you, so. Yeah. Are you streaming porn? Kind of. Like, wait, that's what I would be thinking. I'm like, whoa, wait, 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 who's this? Did you guys clip? Did you clip it's it? It's, it's a special show. They had 69. What do you say? 69, 69, I think dudes. we oh. have video evidence of yeah. most of our... Uh, like 100 thrusts and 69 specials right some yeah i think we started just doing that just to have mm -hmm. them because we we participate in some of those platforms but it's just not it's not what we're looking for doesn't exist yet that's a fact yep. in the perfect world of like how to how to have adult content or like value for value smut kind of stuff you know because it's i don't know it's something we've been doing so long but, you know, people people get this stigma or they see it as like, oh, that's all you do or you're doing this every day. It's like, no. Well, but you are my husband and I do make love to you every day. Right. So. There's, there's that <laughs> aspect of it, too. You know? How dare you? Right? Like, <laughs> Don't you talk that naughty talk, young lady. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> Must be fucking nice. This <laughs> <laughs> is pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, all right. we're gonna have to create that too. I think. I don't know. Yeah, it's you like know, you how do we that. turn this up on its head? Because um, the the main way now is just so ridden with corruption and exploitation and censorship and all the things that we've been talking about in the well, other uh, 
you know, it's every fold of our society has this. The big word, industry. You know, when the industry yes. rolls in and takes over, it just gets gross. The institutional control of everything. Yeah. It's, I, I just want to do my own thing, and that's cool. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to, like... <laughs> be put in front of every person you know what i mean i'm for like very few people yeah I, that's kind of how i feel my style and my perspective and what i'm bringing it's for no, it's not for most people i would say you know i, I don't think so yeah and maybe yeah, people disagree but i just think if it's for you then great and i want to have a platform where i can just put that out there but then if it's not like it's all right you know like just don't go over there then Exactly. Right. There's like so many other places to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like with, uh, I don't know, I don't know, the the porn thing is just, um, there's not enough DIY, you know? It's all controlled and curated. I don't even like the term porn. Oh, I'm sorry. At this <laughs> yeah. point, you know? Yeah, no, it does have like a, it do, it, it does, it's, don't you feel like they, they've dirtified it? Like they've... Yeah. Well, you know, they, I, think they they very, I think they push like certain yes. uh, things on us too, you know, like, right. like every third video is a stepsister video on more like oh. tube sites, you know, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I was just thinking uh, there's a very specific image that comes to my head when I hear the word porn and it's bleach mm-hmm. blonde, fake tits getting oh, yeah. gorilla fucked by oh. a guy with an eight pack, you know, <laughs> that's what I see. And like, that's not real life. You know, that's. Porn is its own thing. Like what Spence and I do is a different thing. And there's just not a, I don't have a word for it. I don't have a platform for it, but you know. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, it's a completely demonized word at this point. Yeah. It's closer to like reality lovemaking, I guess you could say than porn. Yeah. yeah, I'm not into that. I don't know, you know, what you guys are into, but I'm more into what you, what you did. Amateur, real amateur. I don't even like Natural that. Natural right. stuff. Doesn't make me feel like saying porn when I'm watching you. I don't feel like I'm just like that's so industry. Performance it's just art, an maybe. I don't intimacy. Know. Yes. Like porn. we're just being intimate with each other. Yeah, live or you know just recorded intimacy. That's exactly how I feel when I've when I've watched some of the, you know, wonderful, um, and close videos that you share with us and pictures that you've you've made us. I think me, me, I think you draw us in showing what looks to be the healthiest ideal of an intimate sexual relationship with somebody you genuinely love and have consideration for and sensitivity towards, not just an object for you to play with, not a toy, but somebody you have, because that's a, that's a level of intimacy that is, you know, I think... I, I really, even people who um, are very cold and casual with sex and they can do it with anybody anytime, I think that everybody deep down does want that, that true intimacy through and through because that feels so much better. I mean, I know I don't have to tell you, but I can tell you that when I have been in love, which has really only been once before um, up until recently, I felt so much that it elevated. I didn't know, you know, nobody, I, nobody talks about that shit. Yeah. It elevates the levels of satisfaction and pleasure where yes. you've, it's rewarding. It's very much like what I felt when I started uh, meditating and when I was getting high, you know, on weed. And I realized like, oh, this is another level. This makes it feel 
not just satiating, but deeply satisfying. Like, now I know what intimacy is. Now I get that. It doesn't require sex, but it makes everything so... Um, it, honestly, it makes everything kind of transcendent. It feels transcendent sure. to me. Yeah. I'm droning on again. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> well, you made me think about it. And it's like, oh, oh. This I mean, is like, it's a wonderful thing, you know, feeling. you just get on something, you play a little word association, yeah. you talk over and over. That's the whole point. I mean, yeah. you know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing just fine, Quirka. Yes, That's you how it's me. supposed to be. That's you knew I was gonna bring some nervousness to the bowl. No, oh no, gotta give me like yeah, baby, I got the best medicine I've ever had in my life. Once I first tried cannabis, um, that was it. That was it. I vowed I'm like no more fucking pharmaceuticals, no more of this systemic programming, brainwashing bullshit. It's not gonna be part of me anymore. And so. I had I made the mistake of admitting to one of the doctors at one of the um, facilities out here that isn't Mayo Clinic. It's it's a very small rival, but they have their own hospital. They have it's a county um, facility, and um, I made the mistake of telling them that I've tried it. Oh, holy oh, shit! No. I have been I have been oh the comments that I have received, yeah. the fucking questions. I mean, I'm interrogated. Yeah. I'm like, then they'll put a lot yeah. of doctors will just oh. put you on a like drug seeker. Uh huh. That's right. Uh, list automatically. That's right. And so then they just like won't prescribe you pain medication. Yes. They like, yeah. uh, they just treat you totally different. They treat you like a complete drug addict just because you, you yeah. know, even, even the occasional exactly. smoker. Like, but they'll give you all the fucking opioids. I mean, they never gave me opioids, um, maybe because I'm, you know, I am medicinally sensitive. Every My body's really sensitive to, it responds really well. But that's exactly right. You just go, you know, you go on the fucking blacklist. You know, you're flagged and shit. Like, we got a stoner. <laughs> yep. Let's give him shit for the rest of the <laughs> life. Let's not ask. Let's not learn. It's not like we're real doctors. We don't actually want to learn what medicine works. <laughs> we just do what the FDA tells us. And, uh, you know, fuck you. Like, I, I actually laugh now. I get it. Like, I don't even care what more flags they want to put on my record. Uh, you know, fucking yeah. corrupt ass Mayo Clinic or where else. I'm like, I actually use that as an opportunity. I look them right in the eye that they're not looking at me with. <laughs> right in the side of their head. I bore a hole in the side of their head. Or I look them if they are looking at me. You know, any doctors that might want to give me shit. And I look at them in a meaningful way. And I just tell them, listen, I know you may have some misconceptions about this. But it, it actually is a phenomenally potent medicinal herb. And you should do your research. Yeah. That went over a hell of a lot better than the last thing I <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I mean, they just look at me like, oh, okay, a stoner with a strong opinion that sure. can maintain yeah. focus. Wow, this okay. one can read. Wow. <laughs> yes, Doug can read. <laughs> um, I got another call for you. All right, oh, got, yes, actually, I got cool. a couple because I think this one yeah, they've been great might tonight. be quite short. Thanks, guys. Thanks, peeps. Oh, did you hear that? No, 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 say it again. Let's get it again. Positivity. Positivity, yeah. thank you. Oh, I love that. Just, 
oh, it was just, you know, endeared upon mm. us. It was just wafted over in a whisper. Careful whisper wow. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got, I got a follow-up. I, I don't think they're related, but... 69! 69, dude! Woo! You know, it's been really fun what? to watch Quirk S uh, oh. grow as a... Uh, I'm sorry. Not her talent. Uh, That's my fault. I'm going to start it over because I didn't turn it up for Quirk S. Uh, turn it up! Forgive me, viewer, uh, listeners, watchers, bowlers, smokers. 69! 69, dude! <laughs> yes. You know, it's been really fun to watch Quirk S uh, grow as a uh, as an on-air talent. Um, I have to say, um, yes. And um, it's you know, and, and I and I know I've said to her privately that she could do this, and she's she's you're not going to out of the park. That's that's all I can say. And <laughs> you know, keep doing it. And uh, I agree. you know, you got you have uh, a lot more support uh, in the community than you think. And uh, we all want to see you succeed. And you will, you know, and, and certainly the more you do it, the more confident you'll be at it. And, you know, then, you, you know, you're, you're already a natural, I think. But, uh, you know, there, there's and there's always things that uh, you can improve and well, we can all improve those of us who those of us who uh, get on and podcast and or get on other podcasts and, and such. Um, we can all get better. That's, that's just the way it is. But, uh, um, but uh, you know, keep it up. You're doing a great job. And, you know. Again, to the haters. Take a big step back <laughs> and literally fuck your own face. Love you, mean it. <laughs> Beautiful. Nice. Thank you. Uh, much appreciated. Man, these supportive callers tonight, like, these voicemails are amazing. I almost feel like I'm being a selfish twat. Because, <laughs> 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 like, what about Spencer and Lorian? This would be nothing without Spencer and Lorian. You guys are the fucking oh, best, man. That's the beauty of it. It's like, this community is bigger than any single one of us. That's yeah. why it works. Like, if it was if it was just about me, if it was just about Lorian, if it was just about you, yeah. it yeah. would turn to shit overnight. Night. Oh my god! But it's no. the it's like it's what we all bring to each other. Mm-hmm. There's um, no divisiveness. There's inclusiveness, or you know, you whatever know. words you want to use. Yeah. You know. There's unity. Yeah. There's well, it's, love. it's just people who genuinely like care about other people, and mm-hmm. that's really step one that. to making the whole world a better place. Because we can we can look around at the world that we were just thrust into, you know, and we can blame generations before us for fucking it all the shit or letting it get fucked to shit or mm-hmm. whatever or we can just say you know what we can do the best with what we've been given and who we've been given it with and mm-hmm. like that's so much more productive and creative and you're like making stuff with other people and you're having inspiration thoughts ideas projects you never thought that you would come up with or get asked to do like all of this manifests just from mm-hmm. being willing to show up and, um, you know, put something in and, and add to this thing, you know, like I think all of us lean back on no agenda too. And definitely in the podcast form to Adam specifically, and whether you know it or not, you know, um, we, we're all standing on the shoulders of giants and it's, that's the human experience. It's how it's been for time eternal. So like, that's what it's I so that's what I love lovely. about it. It's not it doesn't come yeah. down to one person. And that's also why it's like okay to be goofy mm-hmm. or be off or not be what everybody <laughs> yeah. else is like yeah. looking for you to yeah. be, you know? Cuz you got to just I be you. That. You're the one that has yeah. to be you. That was your job like that's why you're here. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh 
please pardon you know, my anxiety. It's, no, it's, you're good. It's, it's, it's actually because I'm full of butterflies. Yeah, those, that's what <laughs> I love. Just to be man. here. I can't believe it. I was like, wait, what, 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 what? They yeah. want me in the bowl? Holy shit. Yes. Like, Aww. doing something right just to be asked by you two. I love you both. I really, really love yeah, you. Yeah, we, we love you. Have I said that before? Thank you. <laughs> Did I once say that? I may have mentioned it. Just, oh. you know, just off, off, off cuff. Newsflash. <laughs> Queercast loves you guys. <laughs> I love just the coming board, in on the wire. Like, that's right, baby. Sources and, uh, uh, claim. I'm amping. I'm amping the juice. I'm just yeah. like electrified. Oh, it's... Um, and like everything you were saying, it's a step in the right direction after all. And Hell it yeah. Is. It really is. It's Hell a step yeah. in all the right fucking directions. Definitely. Um, well, that's what, what uh, yeah. we that's what we try to be and we try to have these uh, bowls with buds just to... just to add one more bowl and one more bud and uh, yes. kind of yeah. grow our... <laughs> grow our little community here, you know? Like, Get to know everybody, you know. Man, it's lit though. This community is fucking lit. No There's doubt. There's just it no is. denying. Yeah. Well, it we... does feel like that, doesn't it, Lorian? It... Like, it sure does. A fire. It's a light. It's a light. It's a fire. It's electrified. That's right. We just keep throwing on logs, man. <laughs> well, thank Smoking you so much up. for oh, uh, yeah. coming and jamming and throwing oh. another log on with us. My pleasure. Oh, my goodness. It's well, too soon. It's over too soon. I know. We'll have to do it again. <laughs> That's right. I would like soon. to. I would. Thank you. Thank Quite you. Soon. We have so much to talk about. No doubt. Well, until next time, uh, we'll be back on Tuesday for your regular Bowl After Bowl, uh, Token Tuesday edition. Um, until then, I've been Sir Spencer, Wolf Kansas City. I've been Dame DeLorean. And I have been Quirkess. Happy to be as smoky as you mother bowlers. Thank you. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. And you can find this and all of our other Bowls with Buds uh, interviews at bowlswithbuds.com. Thanks, bowlers, for listening. We love you a lot. See you next time. Love you guys. Love you, love you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone's like, ah, oh, right, cool, kinky, yeah, nice. There's all kinds of weird shit. Walk on, smoke on. <laughs>